0: And 432. Four 1, darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. what is it it's supposed to
1: You won't find a cast of characters like this
2: everywhere.
0: Hello, Paul.
2: Delicious.
0: This particular
2: episode of The Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. <laughs> okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti.
0: Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has.
1: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm alright. Well, we're going to be talking about music today with someone we've talked about music about before, um, but not for a while. It's Lee Robertson from from, uh, Chewing the Cud, How are you doing? hello
2: i'm absolutely fine well i say i'm absolutely yes. fine i've just i just had a, i've just had a stress nap and, and woken up in a panic but i'm fine it's fine <laughs> i did
1: that the other night when i was first. luckily i, I had about an hour to get prepared but uh, yeah it, uh, it, it's sort of the, the, it's so tiredness just creeps up on you doesn't it it,
2: it does and you just think oh do you know what i'll have 10 minutes and that turns into 4 hours <laughs> and um and then the, the day's gone <laughs> yeah
1: well, um, we're going to be talking about the year 1995, but we're going to run the main theme music first, and then when we come back, we'll, we'll get nattering. Okie dokie. It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond, Paul Chandler, the shy daddy. He's
0: not that shy. Oh, he's shy like butter.
1: I wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of the egg. Okay, bring the mic over.
2: He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? The
0: pie. Is that all that shy is right? Hi. <laughs>
1: Blimey, me, governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait! I
0: can't wait
1: for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. Okay, we're back. So, 1995, uh, Lee. What were you doing in 1995? Not the whole. You don't have to do it. You don't, you don't get your diary out. We don't have
2: to. <laughs> Day, January the first. January the 1st, ninety five. What was I doing? I have I haven't a clue. It only seems like ten years ago. Um if that. Um I, I think I, I must have been working. Hmm. I'd finished college, I was working, um I was existing. <laughs> um I don't know what else I was doing in ninety five. I've reached that age of... I've reached that time in my life where I can't recall things unless somebody specifically gives me evidence and goes, you were here, Lee, doing this. Yeah, and, and I'll go, oh, I was, yes. <laughs> so,
1: so it was. I'm kind of lucky because of making so many films and stuff in the 90s. So, But that means that all of my memories are, are fictional. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, I didn't really... You know, because I was always doing stories around... You might, I might do stuff with with friends, but we would be doing sort of slightly weird versions of our own lives but uh, um, i i know for I, i do remember a bit about 95 because it was my last couple of terms at university in birmingham and then i had this weird period from about july till november where i was unemployed and looking for work and and it that, it was sort of at a time when when you if you weren't working but you had a, a degree in a certain subject they just kind of let you alone to apply for things so I, wow. I was at my pa- I was at my parents and I was applying for lots of things and I was getting some interviews and and um, but it was the summer so it was a really nice t- time to sort of not be working if you know it, it, and and, and, wow. I, and I was sort of making my films and going out and um, going for long walks and and applying for stuff, and it it was it was a, a, a sort of a weird time. I also got went on holiday twice because my parents took me. It's one of those times where I thought, okay, well, if they're offering to take me away, I may as well go with them. So it was it was a weird situation, really, because it it wasn't a sort of stressful employment. <laughs>
2: oh, did we have a nice summer in '95? I don't even remember. I
1: think we was it. I think we certainly did because i used to sign on in salisbury and then i used to have this walk back across the fields which would take me sort of over the afternoon but if you had if and i'd only have done it if it was nice but you could sort of grab a sandwich and i could sort of sign on then i had to just put that just sort of potted back it and, it and it was really it was really sort of nice but i'm sure it wasn't nice every day but uh, no uh,
2: i ju- i think i think Looking at 1995, the, the only two things that stand out for me that I vaguely remember is that Julie Goodyear left Coronation Street after 30 years, okay, yeah. and, and and the Queen Mother had a hip replacement.
1: <laughs> That's all I can remember. Well, I was very much into Britpop, so um, I, I was quite excited by a lot of bands. Although, as, as we'll see when we're looking at the actual number ones, a lot of my favourite songs... Scraped into the, or well, going to the top ten, but didn't get to the number one spot. But uh, um, so it is a bit of a strange year where it just shows sort of um, what else was going on. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But they were kind of like a real mixture of of, of things. Um, I have got have got some facts before we start. Um, apparently, um, Celine Dion's song "Think Twice," which did well. Um, entered the charts in october 94 but but took until the end of january to actually do as well as it ended up doing and it, it was also the first uh, i'm giving it i'm giving it away a spoiler but it was the first number one single not to be available on vinyl in any form which oh. is kind of i suppose it's kind of weird to think that vinyl was was e- even still in the running as 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 an option in in 95 but uh, mm-hmm. um although that said I'm spending lots of money on vinyl now but it's only because it's pretty colours uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> glow in the dark vinyl yes, and yeah. it's encrusted vinyl. Yeah I've
1: got about five different copies of Kylie's latest album and two of them are on on, sh- on coloured vinyl uh, and, uh, but I missed out on the, there is one that shines in the dark and I missed out on that one but uh, mm-hmm. um yeah um, But yeah I think we shall start with the uh, We'll start with the number one hits And then we'll look at some of the other songs That were that were also big in the year And then we'll uh, nip over to uh, uh, America To see how their How their songs compared I, I imagine they probably would have had A mixture of you know, quite different things Some, of the, some um. of the ones that they had But we'll see So um, the first number one of of nineteen ninety five is I think it's one that held over for I think it was the Christmas number one the previous year, and it was Stay Another Day by E Seventeen, and uh, that that was that, I'm not very good with Christmassy songs, but I I do think I quite liked I do I quite like that one because it was it was super catchy. Uh,
2: yeah, it was Christmassy, but not really too Christmassy.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, know, I think they, they've been around... They, they've been around for a couple of years, I think, by the... I think they had their first big hits in, sort of, 93. And, um, you know, I can't remember how many years they lasted after 95, but... Uh,
2: yeah, I don't... I think... I'm not sure. I think they last. Did they last a little bit longer little than bit. take
1: that, or mm, yep. not as long? Oh yes, because I think, because um, I think take that lasted until ninety six <laughs> the first time round, um because. Because I remember being in a job and I remember there being those sort of helplines for, for Take That fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: there were.
1: I remember the secretaries in our, I don't know, I can't remember how much they really were upset or whether they, we were just taking the mickey that they would be upset. So our next number one is um, for three weeks Gotten I Joe by Rednecks which was, I guess, a novelty song. Can can we describe it as that? (laughs) I love it.
2: I still love it now. It's crap, but it's really catchy. Yeah, yeah, it was... Was it like country, Eurobeat, novelty, bizarreness? Um, All of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. And I'm sure it was one of those songs that... Was a hit everywhere in the world. Yeah. For, you know what? Let me get one of those songs that everybody buys, mm. no matter. And even in America, I think it was a hit. But yeah, oh, I loved it.
1: Yeah,
2: oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did it inspire you to start dressing up as a like a cowboy? <laughs> or you're probably already doing that before. You? I was already
2: yeah. I was already dressed as a as a hillbilly. Yeah. Um, thought so. It, it it you know it was
1: coincidental, <laughs> but, it, but it but it sort of allowed. You to feel like yeah. yeah, this is what everyone was meant to be dressing all this time. But uh, Yeah, I'm ahead of the trend yeah, for once yeah. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like me when ABBA became popular again. I'd been dressing like ABBA from 1970s Eurovision in '74 for for like, since <laughs> I was born. And, uh,
2: so, so. You came out wearing a, wearing yeah. a beret that was covered in sequins. Of that course. was that was
1: <laughs> all the right way through school. Uh, people <laughs> yeah. would point at me and laugh, and they point <laughs> so "Oh, look, it's Agatha again." You like, <laughs> shoes. I'd be like, "No, you just." wait and see one day i'll be popular again <laughs> but, uh, 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 school days um anyway, so the next number one after cotton eye joe um it's good to be got you here because you, you might support some of these songs that i i that i find <laughs> difficult to <laughs> but, um but our, so our next number one is the one that we mentioned at the very start uh, think twice by celine uh, by celine dion which took a very long time to reach that uh slot but it, when it did it stayed for seven weeks so wow um, that, that
2: we wouldn't have that nowadays would we we, wow. we wouldn't have a song t- taking a long like months and months and months to go out to the chart they kind of go in and go out straight away don't they mm-hmm. um I, I, I was this this was a big ballad wasn't it yes.
0: but, yeah
1: yeah um mm. I, I, I was reading uh, before we started that um, 1995 is known for having sort of uh, quite a a number of number ones that stayed for quite a few weeks but it's the last year in the 90s um, where that was the case and then after after that uh, we we had more number ones per year for the rest of the 90s so things didn't hang around as much so it might be the beginning of that sort of thing but there are looking just looking there are quite a few that look like they're around for four or five weeks and then those are the ones that that's just the average amount and then there are a few that were like seven or 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 more but, mm, uh, yeah. although having, yeah. having just said that the next number one was only number one for, for one week <laughs> um, oh. it was Love Can Build a Bridge by Cher, Chrissy Hine, Nina Cherry and Eric Clapton Strange bunch, the oh. strange bunch. Was, really, it was. A, is it a charity song? Or, a charity yeah. song. Yeah, I think I so. I feel. Yeah. I think yeah. So. I'm not quite sure what. Let's have a look. Um, I
2: vaguely remember it, <clears> but <throat> not as a as a.
1: Yeah. I can. I could. I could sing you it. but I won't. But um, it must be one of the last things that that Nina Cherry did. That was very high, high sort of um, chart position. um I think it was it was a song by the American country duo the Judds um originally and mm. it was released in December 1990 as the second album from one of their albums it was a top 5 country hit in mid 1991 in in the states so I don't think I don't think we would necessarily troubled the UK charts before but uh, um, ah. but I'm trying to see what it was done for because I'm sure, I'm sure it was done for a charity.
2: Um, yeah, I'm sure it was done for a charity, but I don't know what charity it was. And obviously, it wasn't m- if it was only there for for a week and then it mm. it, it it left. Um, I do yeah, I, I do. Re- I, I do vaguely remember it. I do vaguely remember Cher singing singing the song, but I don't know what capacity Nina Cherry had in it. Did mm. she do a rap in it? I'm I'm not not, sure. I
1: don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Oh, here here we go. Uh, uh, Single... No. Uh, Oh, it was 1995's comic relief single. Oh, right, okay. uh, Which is kind of... That's weird that it's comic relief. I would have said Children in Need because it's not a funny song. Usually usually, um, comic relief songs are kind of, you know, like... La- yeah. La- like Banana Armour and La La Nu Nunu, or something like that. Yeah, uh, or
2: Shane Ritchie doing I'm Your Man. Or, Do you remember that one? Yeah, um, <laughs>
1: uh, Victoria Wood doing that song. And um, uh, with, with the, there was this, well, there was, I remember the one, there was Hair and Paste did the stonk, and then on the other side, it was <laughs> yes. Victoria Wood, and uh, her song was kind of parodying lots of um, different sort of. Popular types of the, of, you know, like I think there was a bit which is very Kylie and a bit that's very Pet Shop Boys and um, oh
2: yeah, perhaps they decided that it was enough with the funnies. This is yeah, serious. Let's, yeah. let's let's do a serious song.
1: Yeah, um, I just think, yeah, it's a strange one. Um, that's why I thought it was for some other charity. I was I was thinking was was there some disaster at that time or something?
2: Yeah, or like a homeless charity or something like yeah.
1: that. I, I, yeah, it, odd. Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh our next number one is also only for one week. Um and it's by the Out the Out Here Brothers. Or is it the Out There Brothers? I, I think it's Out must be Out Here Brothers, uh the way it's spelled. <laughs> um it's Don't Stop, Wiggle Wiggle. Um, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too I can kind of remember it um,
2: I hate it. I hated both of their songs They were those Shouty Blokes mm. And it was like um, Don't stop Wiggle yeah, yeah. wiggle <sighs> It was like It was like a, It was like Nursery rhyme on speed Yeah
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No Um it apparently it's it sold it sold ninety thousand copies, whereas Love Can Build a Bridge sold one hundred and fifty thousand copies. So no, nah. <laughs> yeah, <to you. laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, moving on from them as quickly as we can. Our next yeah. number one is uh, Back for Good. by take that for ooh, five weeks um, in pretty much all of April, basically, and um, th- th- I. I I was, like, never a super take that fan, but there was one or two of their songs that I did buy, and that's one of the two singles I think I... I did. Mm. I did buy. Where, where, where did you stand on take that?
2: <laughs> oh, I, I went to ouch, <laughs> their ouch. necks. Um, no, I I was a big take that. I was yeah. a, a. I don't know whatever that you called a take that fan or mm. that or or a, a taker. I don't know. Um, no, I did. I, I I went to the tours. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I liked this. It was kind of. It was supposed to. It was that was the one. Was it the last one that Robbie was in before he left? Yeah, I
1: think, I think you're right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it was the moody video with the rain and the fur coats that were getting wet, and yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, uh, I I think I'm more of a. I I said this before. I'm more of a second wave of Take That fan. I think I've got more. I've got actually got one or two of their albums from from the later. Period. But, for,
2: um, yeah,
1: but, yeah, I, and I think this was the only one that was a
2: really um, a hit in the U.S. Mm, I think mm. they didn't really have any success in in America mm. apart from this one. Yeah. Um
1: I know a few people who are fans of Robbie Williams who live in the states, but I, I guess that must have just been you know his songs must have got across there somehow or. or mm. um, but i think it's a bit of a niche sort of they tend to be anglophile type americans who, who, oh, who know about right. who know about robbie i think so, yeah um well our next number one was only a number one for uh just just for one week but it's some might say by oasis so uh, as far as i would have been concerned at the time it would have been um it would have been I would have been glad that a pop band was doing so well, and I do did like some some might say, um, but I think over the period of time I, I, don't really listen to Oasis very much, and I was more of a Blur, or Pulp, or Sway. There I, I was virtually every other band I liked more than I liked Oasis, but
2: uh, um, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of any of those. I was aware of Britpop. But it was distinctly not sparkly or shimmery, or had any dance routines. So I was kind of like, "I don't care for you. Please move on." Um, so, but so I'm aware of it. But yeah, it, I wouldn't. I, I didn't buy any. Um, um, I think the only Oasis-y type song I bought was the was that w- weird easy listening cover of Wonderwall uh, yes, that was done yeah. by Mike, Mike Flowers, Flowers Pop. Pops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah,
1: I think I think that either got that either got one point higher or it was exactly the same point as the original, <laughs> which said said, said uh, there's some, some message in there somewhere, but uh, yeah, um, well. Having said that, there aren't that many songs that were only around for one week. We've got another one that was only one, uh, only there for one week, and it was "Dreamer" by Living Joy. Is is that the one that goes "I'm a Dreamer"?
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and she's yeah, wailing diva. I called that (laughs) kind of that kind of. I love that. That is a classic dance, handbag house. Yeah, yeah. It's in like a really fast chorus that with loads of words that you could never really. Re- it's like <laughs> here I lie all alone, I'm dreaming. Yeah, went faster and faster and faster. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I um, I remember it, but say so I think I think um, it, because I was on the rip-pop side, I, I wasn't buying those sorts of songs. But I do, yeah, I do remember that. This is what I think it's kind of interesting about '95 is that. It's, so if you look at the the number ones, you wouldn't necessarily think that there was this other sort of sub-genre going on at the same time but
2: uh. Yeah, it was two halves, wasn't it? It was, you know Britpop had kind of like, was becoming really popular you said, but and pop-pop kind of had disappeared, but there was still mm. this Euro-pop mm. stuff that was everywhere. You were either one or the other, weren't you? Yeah. You were either you were either in hot pants or you were in a you were in a um a
1: cagool. Um <laughs> or, or wearing a cagool but secretly with hot pants yeah, underneath. Yeah, underneath when you got home. I was a bit like I was a bit like that later in the uh, in the nineties because I had been listening to a lot of bit pop when proper like poppy pop came back I, I was having to sort of you know i was sneaking to get my britney spears singles at the same time as buying whatever brit pop type stuff was still around so i was definitely that cagoule wearing a hot well, hiding the hot pants later in the 90s but not at this stage no,
2: that leading a leading a dual life <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> oh dear um our next number one is one of the big number ones but i um <sighs> I don't don't know if you'll be able to support this one. Uh, Seven Weeks, Unchained Melody, White Cliffs of Dover by Robson and Jerome. Please don't, no, please don't tell me.
2: No, no, no I, It needs it needs removing from musical history. Thank you. Um, we agree. Yeah. We definitely agree on this. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't understand why they were popular. I don't understand why they happened. No. Um, I just didn't understand. I,
1: didn't understand. <laughs> now, I believe it. I read somewhere that why it even happened was something to do with it. Uh, they sung it on their TV show Soldier Soldier. Yes. Um,
2: yeah, but, um, and then, then then Satan himself Simon Cowell mm. latched onto it and was like I can make money out of this and d- didn't they have like a good few albums yeah. that were all cover versions yeah. and it was like mums mums loved them grannies loved them um, and they were like massively and, uh, successful
1: and then just when we thought it was all over they, they got to release well, well um, Will Young and people like that um uh, was it Will Young and, and Gareth Gates or Gareth Gates? One, one of those, one of them lot. Um, did they do they it, did as, it well? as well? Lots of people keep doing it. It's like, uh, oh. please, please stop, please stop. <laughs> yeah, no, not not for me. No. Um, and our next, you see, our next number one is going to depress both of us as well. Uh, for four weeks in July, we have uh, your, your old friends, the Out Here Brothers, with Boom Boom Boom. Oh. <laughs>
2: God, I hate it. Yeah. And I still hate I, I hate I just hate
1: Boom, boom, boom.
2: Let me see. Oh, it was just like, yeah. oh, just like chanty, yobby,
1: you can imagine, football-y type, yeah. You can sort of imagine some awful sort of 18 to 30s holiday. Uh, with yeah. With sort of vibe. Uh,
2: yeah. They were, if I remember, there were two American guys that wore oversized... Basketball clothes, yeah, um, and jumped around a
1: lot. <laughs> Unfortunately, not off a cliff. But so there we go. <laughs> Although, hopefully, that like, that is that is the last we'll hear from them for, for forever. Um, but, uh, uh, our next number one for three weeks is "Never Forget" by Take That, which um, it's not. It's, ironically, it's not the most memorable for me um i think i could just about remember it but um
2: yeah it should have been that should have been their last song and Mm. as their as as they ended Uh, but i preferred there was there was um, an album version and then a single version and i preferred the album version Mm. to the single version um with the kind of choiry kids singing and uh, it was it was kind of like all about you know i think it was, the, the the idea behind it was you know we've had all this success but now it's gone but it'll be somebody else next which is quite quite sort of apt to talk about pop music um and it's the one that they always do on tour and have a choir behind uh, them yeah. and and you do the hand thing no but yeah Oh, i think i
1: do remember it now um, <laughs> uh, now the, the the next number one for two weeks is it's one of those songs where i i was into the band but this wouldn't have been the song that i would have wanted to have been their first number one they did have two others later on but um it's country house by blur which probably their most sort of chirpy cheapy cheap cheap type song Uh,
2: (laughs) oh yeah yeah i didn't like it it was like a cartoon song wasn't it it was yeah uh,
1: Yeah. and, and and to be to be honest Because it was up, it was that. What that was the sort of height of the Blur versus Oasis thing, and I didn't like um, because it was Roll with It, which was a very basic by numbers Oasis song as well. So really, was it? Like, well, didn't didn't they release them at the same time? And it was it was going to
2: be number one that weekend. And yeah,
1: and so Country House won, but then I I I guess I wanted them to do. Well, because I like Blur, but I didn't like that song over with it, um, and it, no. it was one of those ones where they so they won the singles battle, but when it came to the album, I think Oasis's album did better. Um, yeah, than but, Blur. I wonder if they. I wonder <coughs> what they think about it. I wonder if they
2: hate it I think it was do, very. Yeah. I
1: think they probably novelty,
2: do. wasn't it? Mockney lives in air. severe yeah, 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 and the video was just. Oh, no. running around, very Benny Hill um, literary Yeah, literary. and it was supposed to be ironic, but it...
1: it no, I didn't, no, no, no. Um, Our next number one for two weeks is You Are Not Alone by Michael Jackson um, I, I <laughs> didn't I like that, that was a sort of ballady one, so
2: I Yeah, it was it. dreadful, it was a really dreary You are not alone, and I think the video was him with a shirt off which is n- was never no, good No um, and with Melissa Marie Presley, because I think he'd married her oh, yeah. at the time, mm-hmm. and they were kind of like stroking each other. It was, no, no, <laughs> nightmares, nightmares. We need to, we... <laughs> we're both going to need trauma counselling at the end of this. Yeah, uh, I've got post traumatic stress disorder just thinking about it.
1: I told you it was bad this year at times. Um, <laughs> now, the next number one is I don't know if there was a thing about booms that year. We've already had boom, 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 <laughs> but we've got boombastic by Shaggy. Um, uh, um, that was just for one week. I mean, I don't like it, but I don't dislike it as much as some of the other ones we've covered.
2: Uh, no, no, yeah. I, I didn't buy it, no. I, I, but I, I would never have, uh, yeah. It kind of, it had a novelty about it, didn't it? Yeah. It was, it's yeah. double, must. oh yeah, don't do it, Lee. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't, yeah. It's, I was a massive shaggy fan, but no. I don't find it offensive.
1: No, it's, it, it's uh, there's, in, 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 um. You know, in its places
2: <laughs> yeah I don't find it as offensive as the other one that he did about uh, was it me is the, it me or whatever or was it me yeah it wasn't me yeah that one yeah. That is really offensive yeah. but n- but bombastic you know is you know
1: so so um now the next number one for four weeks I I'm in two minds about I guess it's not horrible in comparison to some of the others but I generally don't love the group. It's Simply Red with Fairground. Um I think it was okay. I am just not I'm just slightly averse to Simply Red. Um I think I'd even mm-hmm. I think their previous album from about ninety one, the one that had like For Your Babies and um oh, various other ones. I I think it got to the stage where even I bought one of the singles he released so many singles of that album. There was one called Look in the Mirror or something and I think I even bought that uh, which so it just shows the power of uh, you know the, the power the
2: power of if something is played enough yeah. people will buy it I didn't I didn't mind it it had that sample in it didn't it that <coughs> fairground mm. uh, from from some obscure dance track yeah. and it was um, it, the video was shot on uh, the big one in Blackpool, hmm. and um, y- yeah, I don't mind it. Was it from the same album? Was it from Stars? That album? was oh, it from that album? No, it was from
1: the next one. I think, I think I presume it's the next
2: one called Life. Ah, um, uh, right, okay. But, yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it. I'm not a massive. Uh, he went through a phase where nobody liked him, didn't yeah. he, M- Mick Hucknall with his ginger dreadlocks? And yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's fine. I wouldn't. T- you know, if it came on the radio now. I wouldn't turn it off, but I I don't think I bought it. I think it was just, you
1: know, it was there. Yeah, I think also considering that we were in our early 20s at the time, perhaps it felt a little bit... I mean, I perhaps felt a little bit middle-aged when when I was 20-something. Although that's weird because I listened to lots... At that time, I I listened to lots of middle-aged music, but I think it was okay if I was listening to middle-aged music from 20 years before, like 60s or 70s. Yeah. but, But you don't want temporary music to be middle aged
2: no I just remember him having a, a ruby in one of his teeth and that used to annoy me yeah. um, but then I also like the story that Martine McCutcheon who's, who the actress out of EastEnders told the story of how she'd vomited on his dreadlocks in the back of a taxi and that's why he had to cut them off and it's genuinely a true story she got, she got drunk and threw up
1: in his dreadlocks and he had to cut them off oh, I knew there was something I liked about that lady <laughs> um so our next number one. We've got three left. Um, so we're into late October, early November. It's uh, "Gangster's Paradise" by Coolio, featuring LV. I don't think I was aware of the LV, but um, no,
2: I didn't know. Um, yeah, it was from a film, that wasn't it? It was from "Dangerous Minds." Yes, with Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, it, apparently, it, can, it samples the chorus and instrumentation of Stevie Wonder's 1976 song "Pastime Paradise." I don't think I—I I think I knew that there was a sample in there, but I don't think I know yeah. enough about Stevie Wonder to have picked that up. But. Uh.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it, and I, mm. but I don't. I think, ironically, a, a, um, a local radio station—that's the only rap song that they ever play <laughs> um, of, of all the rap genre that has been. They, that's the only one they ever play, and I, I still now, if it comes on, I kind of can go along with the rap. Mm. Like I, I, I'm 22 now, will I live to see 23? I don't know. <laughs> that kind of kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I like the chorus better than the the. Um, wasn't th- it was LV the one that sang the chorus oh right yeah because Coolio, yes um, mm.
1: rapped yeah, mm. yeah. Um, our next number one is uh, another that's going to depress us uh, for four weeks I believe Up On The Roof by Robson and Jerome uh um, oh, but, but um, looking at it they, they they weren't they didn't sell as much uh, of, of that single as they uh, they did the previous one, but it's no—it's no compensation really. We had to put up with it.
2: <laughs> no, it was still there. We know. still had it, them on every single television program. Um, yeah,
1: no. Nah. And the last number one uh, in the UK in 1995 was "Earth Song" by Michael Jackson, which um, probably one of <laughs> my uh, probably one I don't mind of, um, of that sort of era of Michael Jackson. Um, but I don't know that I. I bought it, Uh,
2: I think I bought it because there were some remixes Mm. uh, that I wanted. I didn't particularly like... I I always had a problem with Michael Jackson doing these, you know, massively wealthy person doing these songs about, you know, you must save the world, you must save the planet, Mm. you must save the children, I'm in my mansion. But I, I, I think this wasn't this the one that he performed at the Brits yeah. and Jarvis Cocker came on and wagg- waggled his bum, yeah, that's right. um, yeah. And yeah, and kind of the the country went into outro. Although I thought it was amazing that yeah. he had the the yeah, and and Jarvis was like it was so ridiculous the whole setup of him mm-hmm. it was like he'd come down as a messiah to save the earth with all these children. He said I just could not sit in my seat and yeah. just go, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. I had to you know do something. So for that. I, I applaud it mm. but you know I'm not it's not it's a bit whiny it goes yeah. a bit yeah. <laughs> like a cat a cat singing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, although that that might have been more interesting yeah. if a cat was singing
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. um, we'll go over to the States but I want to look at some albums first so um, going to look at well we'll look at we'll look at other singles that do, do well first um, I can tell you this is the best-selling singles of 1995, and I, I won't read them. I'll just pick some of the ones, but I, I, I want to mention some of the the hateful ones that how well they actually did. So, like Unchained Melody, um, is the number one best-selling single of 1995. Um, Gangster's Paradise was number two. I believe Robson and Jerome was number three. So they have two of the top three. Um, then it, uh, it's just it's hateful isn't it
2: (laughs) middle of the road wasn't it it was very very bland Um,
1: Back For Good was number 4 Think Twice was number 5 Earth Song number 6 Fairground 7 You're Not Alone 8 missing this is one we haven't even come across yet considering how well it did missing by everything but the girl that only got to number uh, 3 but it was a massive right. song uh,
2: yeah because it was it was it was it Todd Terry or somebody yes, who'd remixed yeah. it and it was a completely different sound yeah, yeah and it kind of it was there kind of like they had a bit of a resurgence mm-hmm. didn't they in popularity mm-hmm. for a little while yeah
1: um wonder wonderwall was the 10th uh, biggest selling single which was another one i remember my brother and i my brother's eight and a half years younger than me, but we did kind of bond because he was probably the lo- the lower end of getting into sort of uh, 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 that, that music. And I was sort of the uh, end, yeah. but we both sort of agreed. But neither of us l- liked Wonderwall particularly. We thought it oh. was just too popular, I think, probably. <laughs> um, and what else we have here? Yeah, boom, 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 number 11. 11th um, biggest-selling single. Trying to think of, a, let's have a look at. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, so Wonderwall outsold Country House. Even though Country House got to number one, and Wonderwall got to about number two. So um, it just shows that uh, uh, chart positions are kind of. Sometimes don't mean that you've sold before. Mm, uh, yeah, no. Um, some of the other songs that we haven't mentioned so much. Um, I remember not liking. Well, I didn't. Uh, what, what, how did you stand on? <laughs> how did you stand on Boyzone? Father and Son was quite a big hit that year. Um, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, Me too.
2: I hated it. I hated Boyzone in general. Mm. They they just were like um they, they were yeah there was nothing unique about boys and I. I didn't mind a couple of their songs the original ones but in general yeah no uh
1: another depressing song from <laughs> this year do you remember there was a cover version of living next door to alice by Smokey uh, and boy uh, chubby brown it got to number three and and uh, uh, and um it was awful <laughs> yeah i mean i think that was a song that Smokey had, had in the 70s i presume um, yeah,
2: I don't know. Why, I don't even know why that was re-released. It wasn't a charity record. It was just it, and it, but it was rude, wasn't it? That's why because yeah. cause it was lemonade sort who the f is Alice and yeah. everyone and in pubs they chant yeah. It was yeah. Chubby Brown is 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 yeah. a very niche yes.
1: comedian. Um, I I remember um, the the nineteenth biggest selling single was "Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me" by U Two. Um, which came from the Batman Forever soundtrack. I remember that being quite sort of glammy oh, wow. and. and I, yes. I, I do. I think in some ways I quite there's quite a lot of 90s U2 that I I prefer to 80s because they seem to be having more fun. They often came over came across as being quite serious in the 80s. And <laughs> yeah,
2: and in the 90s they kind of experimented a lot mm. with sounds and stuff, didn't they? There was a bit of dance they threw in yeah. there. Mm. I, I think I, I, I said I thought it was from a James Bond film, mm. but. But now you said Batman, I'm like, yeah, yes, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, And I'm sure that Bono... How do you say it? Bono, Bono, Bono. Bonia, Bono? Um, I think he dressed as the Joker for a while in the videos and performances and stuff,
1: I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, That got to number two. Oh, I I just realised, I got my my Oasis singles confused um, because I see, of course, uh, Country House... It was Country House versus Roll with It. Roll with It did do well, got to number two, uh, but it wasn't. Um, it, Country House wasn't competing against Wonderwall, although oh, uh, it, right. it was. Although they're both ones, I'm not that keen on. So, um, although they both, they both got to sort of number two. Um, mm. So, what else have we got here?
2: Do you know who? You, do you know who you haven't mentioned? And 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 it, it was a classic, mm. and it is a class, still a classic. Scatman John, Scatman. Skibadu, badu, badal.
1: Oh, I can see that. Ah. Coming, yes, I can see that coming up. Um, that was thirtieth, thirtieth biggest biggest selling single. Um, got to number three, um, and that was really big. So it just shows.
2: Yeah, yeah, but know. it was like it was the, it, it was like gigglesome because people didn't you know in scout has two different <laughs> yeah, meanings. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. um, we also got I'll Be There For You, the theme tune from Friends. Uh, got to number three by the Rembrandts. That is, is 95, that must be, is that like the first year that it was over showing? Yeah, a, a it UK? must have been.
2: Yeah. yeah, when it was first out.
1: Um, we've got Here Comes the Hot Stepper by Innie Kamosi, number four. I, rem- I remember that. Um,
2: yeah, I remember that one.
1: And Bjork is oh so quiet. Shh.
2: <laughs> you thought and that for you, me was complete. Forevermore is now the dawn friend yes. um, skit because that's all yeah. I can think of when when, yeah. when I hear it. Yeah. Um, biz- uh,
1: bizarrely, uh, some might say which was was the song that got to number one for Oasis is, is lower than the two songs of theirs that got to number two, so, uh, so at least that does um, that that does uh, prove my thing. The thing that I said earlier when I was getting it all wrong, but <laughs> um, mm. so we we've got um, Madonna. You'll see that got to number five. Uh,
2: oh, that was a big ballad, wasn't mm, it? That one.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I don't think she had sort of. It wasn't a massive year for her, I wouldn't have said. It was it was sort of yeah, she had some singles but it but she it wasn't sort of it wasn't a super mega middle of year
2: no I think she I think she'd kind of released a, a ballads album hadn't yes, she yeah. um, so it, it but there was no tours or anything like that and I think you 'll see was well, what you i don 't know whether you'll see was just for the album that particular ballads album or whether it had come off bedtime stories the year before. i 'm not
1: sure I think it was from the ballads album uh, the one that i'm surprised isn't the higher on the list, considering that if I was going to name well if I was going to name possibly my favourite big single of 1995. It was Common People by Pulp, which got to number two, but it's only the 36th selling, biggest selling oh, single. Right. Um It's sort of, yeah, I mean, it's one that's kind of no, known, connected to 95, and it's sort of their biggest hit. Um,
2: yeah, I bought that because I wanted the Motivate remix.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was Cause... quite a big... I was quite a big fan of Pop. I went to see them live in about October '95 in um, back in Birmingham. I wasn't. I wasn't. In li- I sort of bought the tickets when I was still at university, not knowing quite where I would be by the October. But I was able to. Um, I was able to go back up there and uh, just to go mm. to that concert. Um, uh, "Fantasy" by Mariah Carey, number four. Um, oh, okay. That. Uh, I think that's kind of one of her bigger selling ones and yet it's not it's only 37th that mm. year um, Kiss from a Rose by Seal um, Free as a Bird by the Beatles because that was when they were sort oh, of, yeah. sort of back ish um, um, yeah, and yet yeah. although the amount of fuss that was made about that, that's really like the 42nd 40 second, 42nd 40 second mm. Uh, and um Yeah, I mean Love Can Build a Bridge is only forty third yeah, s- despite sort of It's not it's not
2: it, it's And there's not there's not a lot of of American uh, artists at all, apart from Michael Jackson mm. and Mariah Carey. There's very few yeah. um, in this year. It was mm. mainly British and kind of Euro mm. Euro mm. dance stuff.
1: There's one or two more right at the bottom of the list which I can get before we move on. Um this was the year that uh, Nicky French did Total Clips of the Heart. I remember that being everywhere. Um, although oh. that, that only got to number five.
2: Uh, right. In Big in the gay clubs, <coughs> as they say. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and another one which is really associated with 95 um, and got to number two, but is only the 49th biggest selling single. And that was All Right by um, Supergrass. Uh, oh, yeah. They, that, they were like huge, huge yeah, for... Yeah for a while. Oh, yeah. Um sort of of considering how many other Britpop bands were doing well that they that they didn't make it into the top 50. So it's still not that much of a Britpop-y top 50. Um, mm. The only other song that's the, the num- number 50 is Miss Shapes, Sorted for Ease and Whiz by Pulp. Which which is also which also got to number 2. Um I can't remember when Disco 2000 came out whether that slipped into 96 but because mm. uh, that was another one I mean a lot of their singles from that album got to number 2 but um so albums quickly um number one albums um number th- uh, for 3 weeks in January carry on at the charts by the beautiful south um that was a massive out. Al- I mean that one one of those albums that still, everybody still has felt, yeah, there, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, then for six weeks, the color of my life by Celine Dion. Um, for one week, greatest hits Bruce Springsteen. For one week, Medusa by Annie Lennox.
2: Um, oh right, yeah, I remember that one.
1: I I I, I don't think I have got that. I, I really really liked her first solo album, Diva, but um, I, I I sort of. I don't know. I sort of lost interest after. I don't know if it's because of my musical tastes had changed a bit. Um, hmm.
2: Did it have? Did it have "Walking on Broken Glass"? Was that no, the, one of the singles that was
1: up? No, that was D- that was Diva. I think Medusa just had that. No more, I love You <gasps> Oh right, it? yes, uh, yeah. But um, then, for one week in March, we have Elastica's album, uh, uh, just called Elastica, which I, I definitely had that one. Um, then the color of my love came back by Celine Dion. Then, then wake up by the Boo Radleys was number one for, because they had that song wake up Boo, which they did,
2: yes, which, that was everywhere. Yeah,
1: but um, but didn't didn't appear in our top fifty list. But uh, no, but is, no. Is, is is sort of quite a popular um, greatest hits by Bruce Springsteen came back for a week. Then for three weeks, picture this by Wet Wet Wet. Um, I'm not ah. I'm not much of a Wet 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 fan. so
2: um, no, and I don't really remember that. I don't. I don't remember what what songs came from that album. It
1: has "Lovers All Around," but I, um, oh. but I think that was. I think that would have been released as a single in ninety. I don't know, ninety four, possibly, um, and then maybe the album didn't come out until ninety five. Because um, we certainly right. didn't see "Lovers All Around" in that top number no. one list. So. Oh. Um, then for two weeks we have Nobody Else by Take That. Um, then we have Stanley Road by Paul Weller for a week. Singles by Alison Moyet for a week. I think that's probably the singles collection I have.
2: Yes, I have got that one, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, then Pulse by Pink Floyd for two weeks. I remember that at university because there was somebody who was obviously a Pink Floyd fan and the the Pulse album had like a flashing light in it which obviously only, like, I don't know how long that would have lasted, but it it, it <laughs> wouldn't, it won't be working now, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, okay.
1: no. Yeah. The, it's interesting that,
2: the album charts don't, didn't reflect the singles charts at all, did they? Um, they were very, quite serious yeah. albums, like not, not particularly very poppy or dancey. They were quite, you know, you know.
1: You have got a few more, mean, yeah, you have a few more bit pop ones coming into it as well. Um, then for a week um, we have his story past, present and future book one Michael Jackson um, nice. then for four weeks we have These Days by Bon Jovi um, which is just it's their sixth album um, then we have I Should Coco for three weeks by Supergrass I <laughs> Supergrass was the first band that I saw live it, like as an adult, um, rather rather than going with my parents, um, I saw them in Birmingham, with uh, and that was around the time. So I was all quite excited by that that album. Um, <laughs> the, then for two weeks we had it's it's great when you're straight. Yeah, by by Black Grape, um, who was. From um, well, Black Great was basically Happy Mondays.
2: Yes, I, d- I quite I didn't mind
1: those. I can't
2: remember the songs, um, but I, I I remember not
1: hating it. Yeah, I wasn't. I was like, yeah, I wasn't a massive fan of the Happy Mondays. I think I probably preferred Black Great, But uh, um, I think when that era of sort of that sort of baggy period in the early nineties, I was I was. More into Pet Shop Boys or Asia Um Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I was, I was probably buying bands that were quite a bit older than. Whereas by the time Britpop, I perhaps come down, the age had come down a bit. <laughs> mm. um, there for a week we have "Said and Done" by by Boyzone, um, "The Charlatans" by The Charlatans. Um, why are they called? That album, The Charlatans, because that was their fourth album. But there we go. You mm-hmm. get that sometimes. You get it's like you get that with certain bands. They kind of it's just like they get to an album it's like their seventh album. And they just decide, <laughs> oh, I'm just, just, just call this. Yeah,
2: just call it that because um, they don't. Yeah, they've run out of sort of creative.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. I'm, I'm always really sort of. But I do titles for things. I'm always like, I need to do something that's, that no one else has used before and I go on the internet and make sure that no one's used or I, or I invent a title that's so weird and wacky that nobody could possibly have thought of it. <laughs> so the idea of just releasing a book or something and just calling it Shiety would be like <laughs> I'd rather just not release the book, I think. But there we go. <laughs> um, uh, for a week we have a Zeitgeist by The Levelers. I, I I think, I feel like I I, I may have bought one of their singles ever, but I, I don't Um, I never really followed the level in in any great uh, Mm. um, then for two weeks we have The Great Escape by Blur um, which came out in September which is when I was still looking for a job just looking for a job and I found a job and heaven knows I'm miserable now. No, um, I, I remember when that album came out, but it must have been a very sunny day but, uh, because even though it was September, I, I really remember sort of buying it from the shop and going sitting in the park with my lunch. Um, and, and it being I would have said that it was August rather than sort of late September, but oh. it must have just been a lovely day that day. That's weird how that stuck in my my head after all this time. But uh, And
2: would it have been on CD that you bought yeah. it or would it have been
1: on cassette? Yeah, probably would have been... CD i think my my brother I, I i i when when my brother and i both moved out when we when we went back um there were he had quite a few tapes of albums that i had um cds of um but i don't know that whether he would have had a cd player at that stage whereas i did so um, we
2: all we we all tended to have portable cd players didn't we like um and then carry around a huge wallet full of cds (laughs) um, in your bags
1: My, my cd player wasn't very good with batteries it would it would just kind of drain really quickly so i think i I used, because I was talking to somebody about when you used to make compilation tapes and things like that Yeah, but I I think I was making those well into the early I I feel like I never did compilation CDs I kind of kept using a Walkman until when I got my iPod and then I I jumped from tape, I, I kept on with tapes well into the 90s and then I did get one of the early iPods so I don't think I did that sort of I think to do a CD compilation you'd have had to have had a computer whereas I didn't have a yes. comu- I didn't really have a computer that was that technological at that point so
2: no 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 I just remember that that you had to you, literally if you weren't sat still <laughs> a, a your portable cd player wasn't good because it just jumped constantly yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like um we, we did an episode of the of, of the the show like last year where we sort of took the mickey of that by by one of the characters um he 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 had a record player and was using it like a walkman <laughs> strapped on his back and uh, uh it's just I just the, the image of somebody having a, a a walkman made out of an old record player was, was kind of too delightful in a in a, sh- in a
2: shopping trolley yeah
1: being washed around it was just too too uh, funny not to do something with it but uh um so just finishing the albums we've got daydream by mariah carey for a week what's the story morning glory for a week by oasis um life for three weeks by simply Red. different class by pulp for a week um made in heaven by queen that that must be one of those ones that was made up of stuff that they'd recorded um, um before he died um Then we had a great way to finish the year for the last one, two, three, four, five, six weeks, no, seven weeks, we have Robson and Jerome, Robson and Jerome... (sighs) 'Cause they couldn't think of a name for their flipping album. They just
2: sort of and they, sums weren't, it up, and they really. weren't and they weren't allowed to put S H I T on the front of the of the thing because it wasn't it was it was too offensive. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. No, yeah. They ruined the end of that year. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I, I won't read this list, but we do have a, a list of comp- compilations. So we're I just to sort of give a reference point, we're talking about now twenty nine, now thirty, now thirty one, now thirty two coming out. Sort of in ninety five, so. Oh. Um, but there were also sort of dance zone compilation and top of the pops yeah. compilations. Um, yeah. Best punk. Yeah, because I think
2: a lot of the kind of like Euro dance um singles, they never they never had albums, mm. so you would get like a compilation album of like the, the you know all the, the top thirty that had been released in the last six months. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, so yeah. Th- talking about other albums that did well uh it was something to remember was the madonna album which is the the ballad that, that was the 11th biggest selling album um of 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 that year uh, the um that Boston and jerome one was the best selling album of the year followed by what's the story morning glory um but uh, yeah it, it, there's a lot of oh, of, course, of course there were things like Park Life by Blur which were I think had probably come out the previous year but was still selling well oh. um and uh the first Oasis album probably was selling quite well off the back of the, the new one um but there's also stuff I'm reminded about, like Crocodile Shoes by Jimmy Nail got to number three.
2: Oh my God! From the television programme, yeah, that I think, he
1: did. yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, and number fifty, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Rock Sets, greatest hits. Oh, that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love um, that. That was their motto as well. Because yes. The, yeah,
2: that that I remember buying that and playing that to death because
1: it was brilliant. Yeah, I've had a bit of a resurgence um, in the last year of going back because I was very keen on them in sort of yeah those first few years of, of the nineties, and then I kind of lost track of what they'd done, and and then sort of uh, after Maria died, I I sort of went back and found there were actually loads of other songs that they did mm. that are really good and catchy. Um, so yeah. The, anyway right I think that's enough of uh, uh, there is lots of other things people like the Lightning Seeds were about Porter's Head um, Eternal, TLC they all had albums that um, that did pretty well um, Enya uh, The (laughs) the Cranberries um, Janet Jackson they, uh, they were all about in 95
2: uh-huh. Uh, I think I was in it. I think I did. I think I had the Eternal, the TLC one, and I had the Lightning Seeds because they were kind of indie but poppy. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Which is yeah.
1: M people were still. Their album was in the top twenty biggest selling albums of the year. Bizarre Fruit. Uh, um, yeah, um, yeah. So moving over to America, we'll look and see what number ones they had, and I think there there are some there are some differences whether they these singles came out earlier or later than they had done uh, in the uk um would explain why that they weren't in our our uk list but mm. first one i was never a fan but i don't even really recognize this song for three weeks um on bended knee by boys to men um, i
2: know not a scooby-doo no. i i think the only boys to men songs i know are that is it end of the road mm. and um motown philly mm. that that that's the only two songs i ever vaguely remember yeah. about boys to men
1: i think that's one more than i know and, and i really really loathe end of the road because it's soppy, <laughs> and, and I, I i i don't mind i don't know what it is i don't mind girls singing soppy songs but men singing soppy, so- soppy songs is my lead, my most hated uh, genre of music but
2: uh, yeah th- it was it's a wedding song isn't mm. it it's that it's, it's the song that gets played as the first dance at a lot of weddings and um, and that's when you go and find something to eat yeah, when that's happening
1: on yeah. <laughs> uh, well, bended knee to get to number 20 in the UK so it did you know it did um, it did okay i suppose but now the next number 1 uh, was number 1 for 4 weeks it was creeped by TLC and i don't know oh, love it. yeah i don't know whether that didn't just didn't get to number w- uh, 1 in the uk or whether it got number 1 at a different stage It got it got to number 6 um i i would i'm kind of surprised i would have almost have said it had done like top 3 but uh,
2: yeah, I think for TLC in this country I think they only that was a that was a hit, was a hit mm. but I think um Waterfalls was the was I don't know whether it went number 1 in the UK mm. but I don't think there was any other number ones from Crazy mm. 60 cool mm. which was which was their album Creep was is a good is a good song.
1: Yeah. Um, now their next number one was uh, I was just saying that it wasn't a big year for her but um it, it, well, in America, it was so for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks. Take a bow by Madonna, um, oh, but okay. I think that that did come out. That did come from Bedtime Stories. So I think um, that love compilation must have come out later in '95. And, oh uh, right. But Take a Bow did well in the UK. Let's see how how high yeah. it got. Um, perhaps uh, that got. Oh, actually, it says it got to number sixteen, but. I always think of that. Oh. As, think of that as being one of her big, big hits. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I, I remember the
2: video. She was like um, a
1: matador. Was she?
2: Yeah, right? and yeah. it was kind of, kind of. It, she was kind of channeling a bit of Eva Perón as well. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind yeah. of pre Avita. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, but yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I think she She, she had the a matador was her love interest in oh, the that's right. In the she, in the video, I must, I must be projecting. I thought she was <laughs> a match. You wanted her to be
1: a match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't talk, don't do it, Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> the, For seven weeks, the next number one is "This Is How We Do It" by Montel Jordan. I I can imagine. I can I'm, remember, remember that song. Yeah, yeah. Is it, this yeah. is how we do it. But, uh. Yeah,
2: it was kind of like. The, the new jack swing um that that there was a lot of they came perhaps later on in the year that was quite popular over here in the uk mm-hmm. uh, yeah i do yeah. remember it
1: see see how well it did do. uh oh oh no got to number 11 but it i wish i'm surprised i would have thought it was higher than that But in the R&B chart, it got to number one. But uh, I didn't know there was an R&B chart in 1995 in the UK. We don't really do... I mean, I guess when I used to watch the chart show, you'd have, like, the indie chart. So there were these other charts going on, but they weren't that well-known, unless unless you followed them. um, So, following that for five weeks, we have... I don't think I like this song. Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman by Brian Adams? Um, no, I don't like that one. Uh, either. Very <laughs> soppy, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sound like a cold heartless, but, but I just can't stand those sorts of songs. Um, but, um I think it did pretty well in the UK. I, I certainly I was aware of it. Got to number four. Yeah, got to number four. I
2: was aware of it. He he, <coughs> he was never he, he I was never a, a Brian May, not a Brian May, a Brian <laughs> Adams fan. That, yeah. I think until he did the the dancey one with was it um oh yeah mel c but then they did he, he teamed up with is it Tintin out or someone oh. like that he did um don't hold it was a dance song but i can't remember it was massive in the uk
1: uh, don't give it up don't give it up da, i da, da, da. I, th- I did like i did like the mel c one as well so yeah there's one or two exceptions <laughs> But uh, apparently it was it was written by i recognize his name Mutt um, Lange. Now, didn't Mutt Lange have connections with? Um, um, uh, I, that don't impress me much, and you know, all that stuff. Um,
2: yeah, I think well, I don't know whether he was married to yeah. Shania Twain yeah. or they. He he kind of produced her. I'm sure. I'm sure they were married. Yeah, but I'm I, sure. I, and I'm, I'm sure we're saying his name long wrong. Mutt Lange. It's <laughs> probably not how we say it. <laughs> oh well <laughs> it's like it's like well, how you say you're supposed to say mutia from the yeah. sugar bays, but I always go mutya
1: um. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> was when you see like Saint John when it's supposed to be pronounced as singon like, oh, <laughs> yeah we'll just spell it that way yeah. then. don't spell it Saint John yeah, um. yeah I'm here to see
2: mutlange, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like no it's mulongi
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh um, we've got a big number one coming up next, and it's one you'll approve of one two. Three, four, five, six, seven. I think that's seven or eight. They don't put the numbers. They didn't, you have to kind of I have to kind of mentally count the the lines with the yeah. So it's either seven or eight. I can't re- I can't look at it too. After Waterfalls by TLC. Uh,
2: yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was yeah, it was um, cool. yeah. A, a ground no, yeah, groundbreaking because mm. it it referenced HIV, didn't it? And it, yeah. it it referenced a lot of kind of stuff that was going on at the time. Um,
1: good video. Yeah,
2: like liked them.
1: Number number four got to in the UK. Um, now, what was the one that they did that was un 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 pretty? Unpretty. I I used to, yeah. I, I, I used to like that one as well. I, I remember. Uh, I I I think it might be one of the times that uh, we came to to meet you. Or I feel like I was in Blackpool, um, and, and and around the time that came out. But I, I don't know if that, that that probably doesn't work. How we heard, or maybe we heard no, it. No, I think it might have been, or was it the no scrubs one? Uh, it might have been. I like it might have been that we just heard it in a in a in a bar around the time we were there. But I somehow remember. I remember uh, Harry and I sort of because because they were mimicking, to putting the eye makeup on and stuff like that. In, in yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: You can buy your hair if it don't grow. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 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 I followed that through. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <sighs> um so we've got we're up to august we've got uh kiss from a rose by seal that was number one for a week which about the same as it was in the uk you're not alone by michael jackson for a week um we're, we're hitting those ones that were um ones that had been number one in the uk gangster's paradise by Coolio for three weeks um and then i, w- I know i'd said that this was a massive one in the states but obviously i Know that Mariah Carey does very well in the States, but um, that fantasy was number one for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks uh, from September into November. Uh, oh, okay. Um, then we have uh, Exhale, Shoop Shoop by Whitney Houston uh, for a week. I, I, oh. I don't know that I remember that one without hearing it. Um, it's for me. I, the- I- it was from a film, I mm, think, wait, wasn't it? Waiting to, waiting e- to ex- exhale. Yeah,
2: ex- yeah. I, I, vague, I vaguely remember. I don't think it was one of her big, big no, UK hits.
1: No. Um, and then the final, oh dear, the final song of, of the year for five weeks was "One Sweet Day" by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Um, <sighs> Oh,
2: treacle. Treacle in a yeah. treacle in a jar. You can't know, imagine, I
1: can't imagine I would particularly like that. Um, it got to number six in the UK, so I probably heard it at some point. But uh, yeah. I'm I'm s i am i am struggle I struggle with Mariah I've got a friend who's very keen on her. And um, I've tried to, I've tr- because we we talk a lot, about music a lot. I've tried to listen to. I've sort of said to him, as somebody who doesn't really like Mariah Carey, what, what's a song that could possibly make me like her more? And and I've listened to the ones that he suggested, and they weren't necessarily the really famous ones. And one or two of them I didn't mind, but I, I, I I'm not a, I'm not a ballad
2: Mariah fan. Mm. I'm not an R and B hip hoppy Mariah fan mm. I kind of like the 80s stuff that she kind of did and perhaps stuff like fantasy and um, dream lover and um, emotions that mm-hmm. kind of stuff when she kind of starts squealing yeah she's lost
1: me don't like the squealing I don't like the squealing, um... <laughs> like the squealing. <laughs> now very very quickly um, big albums in the states uh, the hits by Garth Brooks for five weeks Balance by Bal Halen um oh sorry, by Van Halen. Um The the Hits by Garth Brooks again. Um Two by Boys to Men, uh Greatest Hits um, Greatest Hits Bruce Springsteen, Me Against the World by Tupac. I won't bother saying how many weeks all these did because uh, Um uh The Lion King, uh Throwing Copper by Live. I don't think I know what mm, that no is no idea who that no. is. Friday soundtrack, uh Cracked Rearview by Hootie and the Blowfish. A name I've heard, but I don't know much about Hootie and the Blowfish.
2: I don't know. They're very... I think they're, like, big in America. Yeah, big in America. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, Pulse by Pink Floyd. Uh, uh, History by Michael Jackson. Pocahontas soundtrack. Um, Dreaming of You by Selena. Um, Bones, Thugs and Hard Bones, thugs, and <laughs> harmony. Can't say. Can't say. Easy that. for you to yeah. say. <laughs> that um, cracked view mirror. Uh, that cracked rear view by Hootin' the Blowfish keeps coming back throughout the year. So. Um, All right. Jagged little Peel by Lardis Morissette. Now that's oh. that's one I I think was bigger in 96 in the UK. Ah,
2: right. Yeah, because it was huge. That was like her biggest one, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I think that we've got that to come. Um, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness by the Smashing Pumpkins. I remember certain singles from that. Um, Alice in Chains. I I know somebody who was in a band that supported Alice in Chains. Um, Oh, fancy. uh, Many years ago. Um, R. Kelly... um, that anthology number one by the Beatles, also did um, did sort of well in in the, the states and D- Daydream by Mariah Carey, and that's pretty much it. The trouble is, there's so many different there's so many different charts. So I don't a,
2: yeah, they do, don't they? They have like they have like hip hop chart, R and B chart, dance chart, um, and then they have like ease like certain radio station charts, yeah, don't they? Yeah. Like contemporary adult easy listening yeah. on a sunday afternoon chart and that kind of stuff
1: <laughs> well that one's from the billboard 200 number one albums in 1995 albums uh list so um yeah well it gives us an idea that uh, well uh before we say goodbye uh i'm just going to give the listeners a little um idea of what we've got coming up in 1996 and i'm not going to say the names of the songs i'm just going to say the bands that were big in the uk in 96 um uh, well, we've got number ones by Michael Jackson, George Michael, Babylon Zoo, Oasis, oh. <laughs> Oasis, Take That, The Prodigy, Mark Morrison, uh, Gina G, uh, <sighs> The Lightning Seeds, The Fugees, uh, Gary Barlow, Spice Girls, uh, Peter Andre, um. uh, Deep Blue Something, uh, The Chemical Brothers, uh, Boyzone robson and jerome um, mm. <laughs> um um yeah and a few well some some of those other acts um, having second number one so uh yeah it, it uh it, it it looks like a, an interesting interesting year So sort of some of the things i can see i like and some of them i don't but there we go that's always going to happen but uh, uh anyway lee um Will, will you will you join me at a later date to discuss 1996? Do you think?
2: Have you... Oh yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm at, you know, Spice Girls. Woo, they're coming. Mm-hmm. Gina, Gina G. Yes. Oh, covered in chocolate. Oh, <laughs> yes, please.
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say before we go, I look back at uh, the hi- the history of the episodes we've done before, and um, uh, I see that. Uh, we have discussed 1999 uh, back in, back in early 2019. We randomly did uh, a, a a year, but uh, um, uh, uh, we'll, we'll we've got we'll, we need to bridge that gap. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, hopefully listeners will get him back for 96, 97, 98 at least. And uh, <laughs> uh, but before you go, how 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 is the the world of well, you're not just a podcast. You're more than just a podcast. How is chewing the cud doing?
2: Do you know, think he's doing very well? We we are we are f- we, have, we are back filming mm. in our studio in in our in in our fancy mill, mm. um, but it's all it's kind of all done very remotely. So mm. um, me and my co-presenter Mike, we sit sort of six foot apart from each other at either side of the desk, and everything is controlled from downstairs. Mm. So um, we can still do it, which mm. is, is is been a bit of a, we have, unfortunately we can't have guests in at the mm. moment because. Yeah, okay. um, because of the, the size of the room, mm. but yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a, a, a lifesaver actually. Leaving the confines of of one's abode yeah. um, to to scuttle into another building in a hazmat suit and <laughs> then take it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
1: yeah, it is. Yeah, it's fun. It's been fun. Yeah. I mean, you must watch. Because well, I listen, I listen to Dream the Cutters as a podcast more. Because that's more my, you know, as I'm moving around. That's well, well certainly back in the, back in the in, in the normal times, but like in uh, the olden yeah, days. Yeah, but uh, because when I'm at home, I'm. I'm editing podcasts all the time it's hard to watch things and and difficult to sort of set, set it aside but i i really must i have watched one or two as a vi- as videos but i really need to watch them more
2: yeah uh, there's the kind of the life lessons that are, are more for viewing rather than listening because i'm sorry if you listen to so what we're doing you're probably thinking what on earth are they doing um but we yeah uh, we've made many different bizarre things <laughs> um in life lessons yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was uh, translates pretty well into into podcast but listeners you you, you need to you know you need to what do both watch both watch watch, watch and yeah listen. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah simultaneously yes watch yeah. and listen and uh, yeah and see if there's a difference
1: <laughs> well um uh thank you very much Lee for, for joining me and uh, I hope y- y- you don't have to spend too much on um, uh, trauma counseling uh, uh, after 95 but
2: no i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna obliterate robson and jerome yeah. by listening to scatman john on repeat for yeah. the next four hours <laughs> and that'll
1: that'll set me set me up <laughs> And uh, listeners when we come back after the end music we will of course have our usual uh segment where Ick, the alien sings the big hits of 1995 and i know you you'll be really looking forward to that so uh, i promise you that he'll uh, remember some of the words this time all right Okay, thanks again, Lee, and thanks again listeners for listening, and we will speak to you again soon. Bye-bye for now. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, speak to you soon. You take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. So, Prometty, did you enjoy the episode? I did, Paul. I did. Do you have any memories of 1995? Well, Paul, yes. I mean, it was the first year that you and I met. I know, I know. But uh, I will... Well, I'm embarrassed to admit that I don't remember the first time that we we met. Uh, Do you? No, Paul, I'm afraid I don't. Really? (laughs) I'm teasing. Um, Yeah, it's like that sometimes when you meet people for the first time. You don't always know that uh, uh, you're going to know them so well later on, or maybe there's a a gap before you see them a second time. Uh, You don't always become best buddies with with people the first time you see them. (laughs) Um, uh, That's true, Paul, very true. Isn't that what happened with you and Nick? Ah, yes, yes, you're right. The first time I met Nick... uh, at a writer's circle meeting so we were in the same room i can't remember whether we spoke to one another as we as we left i i, I think possibly not i was possibly being picked up by my mum after the writer's circle meeting i i, I can't remember and then it was a, a matter of months and nick remembers all this much clearer than i do um but uh, yeah we met it we met through mutual friends at a doctor who convention and yeah, I mean these things happen gradually, uh, and uh, and it was quite a bit older than me. Although, I mean at the time it seemed uh, like you know quite a few years. It's uh, nothing now, but uh, um, I wouldn't have presumed that uh, um, you know that we would have been friends um, at that early stage because you know most people who are five years older than you aren't that interested uh, in in someone so much younger. Uh, Well, Nick uh, was uh, a wise man. Oh, yes. I mean, uh, interesting, isn't it, though? (laughs) It is, Paul. And uh, look how we are. We still know each other now. Yes, yes. Talking about Nick, um, you will now have seen that Nick uh, didn't come back for 1995, but uh, we've kind of retired him. From the show, Paul? No, not not from the show. Um, Just from... Yeah, we've sort of done all the years that um, sort of cover his main area of interest in music, from the sort of mid-70s to the, uh, you know, early 90s, and uh, um, Lee has talked to us about music before, and uh, I thought that he would be a good fit for talking about 90s into noughties music um, I'm not sure you know, whether we'll go all the way through the noughties um, I think we'll probably have to slow down in the early 10s because my knowledge of the big hits of the 2010s um, only goes into the, you know, the the early part of that decade. And uh, even though I know a bit of music from 2020, it's still only about three or four albums. (laughs) So, yeah. um, So, yes, there will reach a point where uh, I run out of knowledge myself. But... uh, Anyway, Lee will be with us, and hopefully he'll be back again soon. Um, don't forget to listen to the show that he's on, Chewing the Cud, which, uh, well, you can watch it as well, either. Um, but uh, yes, uh, it's a good show, and uh, I, uh, I I kind of started listening because I was surprised and pleased to hear that he was doing a, a podcast or, or being on a show, because, you know, he's always a fun person to talk with or meet up with, and... Uh, um, yeah it, it's good it's good that he's he's on a show regularly and it's good to have him back on this show it is Paul yes are you going to be asking anybody else about 1995 no no I don't think Martin will have many memories he would have been quite young and yet, Uncle John I dread to think what he was up to in 1995 I'm sure we'll find out at some point but we don't need to learn today we, we have X songs to uh, listen to now oh yes he could be singing The big hits of 1995, he will, yes. I am so excited. Yes, I'm excited too. I can hear the theme music uh, playing, so so get ready, listeners. It will be back uh, any minute to sing you some, some of the big hits. All right. Thanks, Cromartie. Thank you, boy. Thank you. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique
0: voices in podcasting.
1: Univossepods.net
0: Hello listeners, I'm going to send you some of the big hits of 1995. This is one of them. Stay now, baby, if you've got to go away. I can think, I can tend the pain. Why not you stay in the, the day, stay now. If you've caught a night, i I, caught Joe, night, uh, Joe. Uh, mm, yes, I can't sing that one. Uh, think twice, think, think, uh, think twice. I can't, sing that. I can't sing that one either. Uh, love can build a bridge. Love can build a bridge. Love can build a bridge. Don't stop, wiggle, wiggle. Don't stop, wiggle, wiggle. Um. Whatever I want, whatever I want, I want you back for good. want you back, I want you back, I want you back for good. Whatever it is, how you back. And see it, and I want you back for good, back for good. Back for good, and I want you back for good. Um, some, some might say some. Some might say... Some might say... I'm a dreamer... Um... i know, it's a long song, I'm singing Never Walk Alone. That's not in the charts, I can't sing Unchained Melody. Boom, boom, boom! Everybody say whale, whale! Everybody say whale! Yes! Uh... Boom, boom, what else? Uh, uh, <laughs> it's in a house, a very big house in the country. With the food that he eats and a load of sheep in the country. It's herbal baths in the country. In the country, oh, in the country, boo-boo-boo, in the country, boo-boo, um, uh, you are not alone, are you on your phone? I don't know, Mr. Bombastic, uh, um, yes, you're very fantastic, um, uh, out oh, they don't living most our lives singing in living in a gangster's paradise I've oh, living most our lives Living in a gangsters paradise. Um woah 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 Yes um I think that's it I've run out of them, Paul. I've run out.
1: Oh, well, probably for the best. What do you mean? Well, you know, can't you sing, like, something that wasn't number one?
0: Oh, goodness sake.
1: You know, you got to finish off.
0: Oh, golly. Um, um, I'm missing you like the desert meets the rain. Oh, I miss you. Like the desert Mr the rain, and I miss you. Like the desert Mr the rain. Mm, yes, it's oh so quiet. Do 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 Shhh,
1: shhh. Do do Yeah, maybe you should shush now.
0: No, no, I've thought of one more.
1: All right. He came from Greece, he had a thirst for knowledge.
0: He didn't mean St. Martin's College. Then where I do 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 he wants to be like a common people. He wants to be whatever people cannot be. He wants to be like a common person. He wants to do it. And he wants to do it well. Um yes.
1: You can't even get the words right for common people, Ick. You're letting the side down.
0: The <laughs> but do people like it when I get the words wrong.
1: I think you're actually right. They probably do. Go on, just keep going. I'm sorry I made you cry.
0: I'm only pretending. Shh.
1: Shh. Don't you shush me. I'm the librarian. I do the shushing.
0: No, no, I'm Bjork. I'm shushing you. Just be I'm so quiet, please. Thank you.
1: That told me, listeners. That told me. Bye now. Shh.
2: Shh. Hello. Hello. Oh,
1: yeah, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
2: Can, Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Can hello you, can you hear me oh, oh. can you hear me no. uh. hello Hello. can you hear me I can hear you can you hear me
2: I can hear you there was it's it cut out from me for a second it said there was a a, a problem with the um the dodo connection but then it re- oh it's done it again
1: Is it? Yeah, you sound quite clear this end do do, do. Are you back again? I'm here again. It keeps
2: cutting out. It keeps right. I'm gonna. Um, let me see if. Right. I've restarted my. I've restarted my Wi-Fi. So let's mm-hmm. see if that makes any difference. Yeah. It kept. It kept disappearing.
1: Yeah. I I've had troubles on and off, but. Uh, oh, you've had troubles. I've had troubles. Yes. <laughs> The uh, travels are there. I was supposed to be going to the vet yesterday. Not me personally, but I'm supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> it's cheaper than the doctors, so I just go down there. <laughs> they have, have nicer biscuits. So. Um. I'm, 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 I'm imagining your parents are sat there in
2: um, bouffant wigs <laughs> and um, pale pink lipstick, discussing, <laughs> discussing
1: <laughs> the
0: sixties. <'60s. Yeah. laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: You the
2: party, the You